is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another, another episode of the Ark of Rock with me, your host, as I travel through the cosmos, the universe of rock and roll and heavy metal music of all kinds. Um, I know it's been a long time since uh, I've been here doing an episode, but I've been homesick the last couple of days, and what better time to get some shit done than whenever you're at home. Trying not to be sick anymore. Um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I know the last time I was on, I did uh, Jimi Hendrix. Um, I look forward to concluding that. Uh, we've uh, actually upgraded our equipment in the last uh, year or so, and I just now got to where I know how to work it. I actually had to call Trevor. Uh, shout out to him, co-host of the Arc of uh, the War Room, our new wrestling podcast. It's real to me. And uh, the War Room Football League for both college and the NFL, along, along with all the other sports leagues that we do. Um, welcome in, everybody. Today, what I wanted to do is, I've been meaning to do this, I am going to do a little recap of the year, since uh, I'm pretty sure that my concerts for the year I have concluded. It's been a very strong year. Um, I want to go back to the beginning and kind of just talk through them. And then I will discuss what my favorite shows of the year have been so far and some fun moments, a lot of laughs, some crying. Anyway, starting off, so 2023, and I would just like to start off by saying it was by far the most full year of concerts I've ever had in my life. Me and Cam have really hit the ground running since COVID uh, loosened up on all of its... uh, regulations and everything so like you know there weren't any concerts going on for like two years and so since 2021 i've made it my sole mission to make sure that i go to as many shows as i can um and really i've it's kind of (laughs) it's kind of become my new obsession um is crossing bands off that i've never seen that i have seen and that it doesn't just go for rock and metal it goes for all kinds i love country concerts i'll go to if it's an artist that i like it doesn't matter what kind of music they are i'm just excited to go see live music it's my favorite thing to do and um, so, like I said, ever since COVID kind of loosened up at the end of 2021, we've just been on a roll. And this year was no different than last. Last year I thought was great. This year is even better because I really tried to go out of my way to go to as many shows as I could. And um, I even formed an, an alliance, a trio, a trinity of metalhead fanatics that are willing to drive upwards of six and a half hours to see our favorite metal bands. I'll get into that here in a little bit. But starting off, 2023 was off to a hot start. Um, I discovered this venue last year um, whenever Sepultura, well, sorry, Cavalera doing Sepultura came through and played at the Vanguard, which I don't know if any of you that are listening have been to the Vanguard. Um, not the biggest venue and um, definitely not somewhere you'd expect to see an artist like, you know, Cavalier Conspiracy there because of how small it is. But I think that's really cool to him. But the, the, what technically started the year off was uh, the Soulfly show at the Vanguard. I saw Cavalier do Beneath the Remains and Arise with his brother Igor um, in December I believe it was. It was late December. Um, and then a month later in January, uh, Soulfly came through, and which is even crazier. And uh, they played with Body Box, Halford, Voices, and Caliber. Um, 
one of my friends that went to that show didn't make it. He uh, lost Soldier. Um, <laughs> he partied a little too hard before we got into the venue, and two songs into the first band out of four, he was in the bathroom the rest of the night. You know who you are. I'm not going to say names, uh, but he's more than made up for that. <laughs> but uh, that was a great show. Great way to start off the year. And then, you know, we go into February. And on Valentine's Day, my father, who at the time, I believe, I only remember this, this was the week that he injured his shoulder, which he still hasn't gotten fixed. And if you're listening, you need to. Um, And he still soldiered through and went to the show. And I don't think, I mean, he ate more edibles than uh, they they, uh, recommend you eating to get through the show. And uh, it was a great show. It was the Criterion. It was my first time being there. Um, it was one of the best lineups I think I've ever seen as far as like strength of lineup through all three bands. Um, it was Exodus opening with Black Label Society middling and Anthrax headlining. And Anthrax is by far one of the most energetic, high energy shows I've ever seen. And I only say that, I mean, first of all, Exodus kicked fucking ass. You can't go wrong whenever Exodus is starting the show off. And then Black Label Society, Zach Wild, anything involving Zach Wild is just so hard to follow because they they just take so much from the crowd. They don't leave a lot left. But if anybody could do it, it's Anthrax. And they came out and they fucking killed it. Um, funny thing about that was my dad actually, uh, I think, halfway through Anthrax. He was like, dude, Black Label Society was so good. After they were done, you almost thought, oh, all right, time to go home. It's like you, you don't even remember that there's another fucking band coming on. And I think he made it halfway through before he tapped out. And I was actually really worried because he, his eyes weren't open. So he's just walking, and uh, he's like, I'm going to walk to the hotel. And, like, just for context, the hotel and the Criterion, that, that the, the hotel we were staying at and the Criterion are literally, if you walk out of the front of the Criterion and you look directly across the street that's closest to you, it's right there. So you literally just have to walk across a crossing walk and walk inside. So I was worried the whole time that my dad was going to be wandering the streets of Oklahoma City, lost like it's some kind of a fucking 80s sitcom. Um, but that didn't happen, and that ended up being a really good show, followed by one of my favorite shows I've been to. It was one that uh, my father and I actually came on and talked about on the Ark of Rock. Um, was the Society One Dope, Mushroom Head, Fear Factory, and Static X show, the tribute show to Wayne Static. I'm glad I was able to be a part of it. Um, they actually rescheduled it because of COVID, so I'm glad that I was able to go. And the tickets were only twenty bucks, and I saw five bands that kicked fucking ass. And that was the first show that my dad and I have been to together, and uh, it was awesome. And uh, um, I had some of the most fun I've ever had in my life at that show. It was so much fun. Every single band just brought a little bit more and more in Static X. They're they're really doing uh, Wayne and the fans a lot of justice. And if you got a problem with it, kiss my fucking ass because you just sound angry and miserable. Anyway, and then... Which I don't know how much I've talked about this. Um, and I look, I'm not trying to brag or anything. But in July, and there was actually a pretty big uh, gap. April, May, June, July. So it was about three, four months in between the Static X show and this next one. And this next one was uh, more of an experience. A spiritual experience than it was just a concert. Um, it was a year in the making I had to pull a lot of strings. I had to get people involved that knew people that knew people. Um, I really wanted to do something special for Cam's birthday. 
because she sometimes feels like because literally and like look everybody i'm not trying to make this about myself but there's like fucking six people in my family that have the same birthday of the same week and uh and you know they try to do that thing that people try to do where they're like we can just do it all together even though most of the time it ends up being about more one person than the other which i'm not talking shit out there i'm just saying if it's your birthday you get that day we're not gonna do a celebration so i was like you know what fuck this i'm going all out i originally was gonna buy tickets to uh, madonna in the bok in tulsa because cam likes madonna i love madonna and cam's mom whose birthday is uh either the day i can't remember now it's the day before the two days before cam's birthday and i know she's a big fan so i was gonna have her surprise fly out and go to the show with us um and then I started looking, and I was like, maybe there's something on her birthday that I could do that's something really cool. And I just so happened to check out Red Rock's event schedule uh, for uh, um, around July. And wouldn't you know it, the Tedeschi Trucks Band was playing two nights at the Red Rocks with Vincent Neil Emerson opening. And I was fortunate enough to be able to get in contact with Cam's mom and stepdad and was able to, you know, get a plan together, get, you know, you know, a place to stay, you know, get the tickets to the show, other stuff to do while we we're there for the whole weekend. Um, shout out to them. They really helped make that possible. I mean, I was sending them money for eight fucking months, I think, trying to pay for it all because it wasn't cheap. Um, but. I'd never been to Red Rocks, and this is just speaking from my experience. Cam tells me she had a really good time, and I'd just love to see her try to fucking, you know, top that. Top that, woman! I'm just kidding. Um, it was very nice to be able to do that for her, and I'm glad that I was able to make it happen. But just from my personal experience, Red Rocks is by far the coolest venue I've ever seen a show at. I couldn't think of a better band to watch that fits the vibe and the feel of the entire place like i said it was like being it was as close to god as i've ever been to they were pl- as soon as they started playing the sun was almost all the way down and you can see the city of denver off uh from where the bleachers are um you can see the city of denver straight ahead behind the stadium like all the skylines they were shooting fireworks and then there was a thunderstorm going on so you could see lightning off in the horizon um going off while they started playing and it was beautiful um I, I'm no, uh, I'm not afraid to admit that concerts are very moving for me. I fucking, cr- I'm a, I also drink a lot. So I mean, like that could also help, but I cry at like every fucking show I go to just cause of how happy, happy I am to be there. And, uh, that one wasn't any different. Uh, mostly because the Tedeschi trucks band remind me of my girlfriend and my mother. And, uh, for some reason, the thought of them makes tears well up in my eyes and it pisses me off you know i'm the only person i know that gets angry about feeling like moved like it pisses me off like how dare you make me uh feel emotion and cry like how dare you but that show um i think i drink five 25 ounce beers do the math i think it's 125 ounces of beer so i had to pee like 40 times and uh, I, I think i lost 15 pounds from all the walking you got to do there up and down the fucking it's a mountain so you like it's literally like going to the Mecca. They make you work for it. They make you earn it. So Red Rocks is definitely something that I would recommend to anybody out there to experience at least once, especially if a, if it's a band that you've always wanted to see and you can make it happen. So uh, that was uh, one of the cooler ones that we went to 
for sure. I'd put that up there with the Eagles as far as, far as experiences go, which we saw last year. We're going to see again this year in February with Steely Dan opening, so keep an eye out for that. All right. So this this is where the and I I meant that I was going to do a whole episode about this, but I figured I'd go ahead and just work it into this. This is, in my opinion, the greatest week concert going week anybody's ever had and i can only say that for myself because i experienced it um starting august i believe it was august 11th Uh, i can't remember or it was in august and it was around the time i'm trying to think anyway this week started off with this and it was on a tuesday that's how I, i know it was a tuesday it started on a Tuesday, and me and my friend Hunter went to Rogers, Arkansas, to the Walmart Amp to see Flesh Hoarder and Lamb of God open up for the reunited Pantera, and that was one of my favorite shows I've ever been to. Every single thing, as far as the plan, was executed perfectly. We got there on time. We got drinks on time. We got a perfect spot right in the middle where we could see everything. Flesh Hoarder was such a pleasant, refreshing surprise and an opening band. Um, they kicked so much ass. They only played for like 30 minutes, but they, they made you feel every single second of it. They were so good. Um, I, I, they only got two albums out. I would definitely go check them out. They're from Texas. Uh, Flesh Hoarder, they're fantastic. Lamb of God, who I've seen... Uh, it's it's deep between them max cavalier and zach wild who i've seen the most um i've seen lamb of god every time they've come through since i was allowed to start going to shows uh they were my first concert and they're always awesome let me just tell you something right now and i know i talked about this a little bit when we had chemistry line on last week um pantera did so fucking good like they made they made you forget lamb of god played right before him and that's almost impossible lamb of god's one of those bands that nobody could fucking headline over they didn't they did it no problem so that was incredible and so after that show which was in arkansas tuesday night wednesday night come back and at tu the next night after this pantera show the next night at tu uh, was the Alice Cooper, Motley Crue, and Def Leppard concert, and that was so much fun. I went with uh, Cam and Trevor. It was a war room trip, and uh, we got there. Alice Cooper was amazing. Um, Trevor and I argue about who was better between Motley Crue and Def Leppard. I, lo- I loved both. Motley Crue was surprisingly good, uh, but Def Leppard, they're just on another level, in my opinion. They fucking kicked ass. They were probably the loudest band I saw all week. Um, but so far we're up to six bands in a two day span. And then Cam and I hit the road. We go to, we go to, we're staying in Fort Worth for our summer vacation, which is two nights at at and stadium, seeing the legendary, the mighty Metallica two nights, two different sets, two different openers each night and night one, which was Friday uh thursday was the only day this week that we didn't see a show by the way um so thursday we get there we we chill we go have dinner friday um and like bear in mind in fort worth this time of year it was 118 degrees one point and it was so fucking hot that we literally were just like we're just to stay in the fucking hotel which was great um and so friday we go up there and what's great is i got to see pantera twice this week because night one mammoth 
uh, Wolfgang Van Halen's band. They opened. They were great. Um, Pantera middled and opened for Metallica night one, and they, it was awesome to get to see them play it. I will say the first time I saw them that week, since it was their show, they played a little bit more, and they had a little bit uh, like some more songs, but it was still awesome see, getting to see two of my favorite metal bands playing back-to-back. I mean, that was a dream of mine as a kid whenever I would, like, sit around and come up with, like, music festivals and who would headline and who would open and all that shit and pantera metallica was always a dream of mine so i get to see that um so that was night one and then in between because metallica they played friday night and saturday night saturday night a sunday night sorry saturday night we went to the stockyards and we went to billy bob's and we saw the legendary over the top ted nugent play in billy bob's on his farewell adios motherfucker tour um, me, Cam and Trevor went and saw him in Tulsa last year, thought it was awesome. I love his music. Um, and that was really cool to, and like Cam had never been to Billy Bob's or hung out in the stockyards and what a great way to go do that. And also it was just like, you could see all the people that were there from Metallica also because like, you know, music fans just love music, dude. And if, like, I'm sure a lot of people were doing the same thing we were, it was just trying to fill their weekend up with shows. So Saturday night we go to Billy Bob's. Um, hang out with the fucking Cowboys of Texas, uh, and then we go to night two, which is Five Finger Death Punch, Ice Nine Kills, and Metallica. Ice Nine Kills open, Five Finger Death Punch middled, who I think was very, very good live. I was a huge fan of them in high school, so it was really cool getting to see them, and then Metallica played their second set, and I think they played like 36 total songs between the two nights, which was really cool, no repeats. So uh, that was that week. I think we saw 11 or 12 bands. I can't remember. I'm not going to count. But uh, in that week, it was uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We saw shows, and it was fucking incredible. Um, Next up, we've got another great weekend. Uh, This was August 31st through September 1st, back-to-back nights in Oklahoma City. Me, this was the first show of the the, uh, Metal Trinity, the Temple of Metal, as I call us. It was the first show that we, the two shows that we all went together and we made a weekend out of it. Um, I actually bought these tickets for my father for his birthday. Happy birthday, father. Um, and Hunter has become a huge metalhead in the last year or so. Um, I'm telling you guys, if I was a fucking, if metal was a religion, I'd be a goddamn prophet. I could get anybody into it. Just give me a fucking few hours, some, some gas station beer and maybe some cigarettes. I can get you into it. Um, but, uh, this was the, the, uh, Temple of Metal's first getaway, and uh, what a weekend it was! Uh, Thursday night and Friday night. So Thursday night was uh, Oklahoma local Oklahoma City band who I'd love to have on the podcast. Uh, rid them all. They remind me a lot of Pantera. They kicked a lot of ass. They were a great opener. Um, next up was Oklahoma City, another local Oklahoma City band, Neanderthal Jones. Um, very different. The lead singer kind of reminded me of like Logan Paul. He wore a backpack the whole time. You know, they were, they were okay. Um, but they were pretty good and they were, but insight was the next band and insight is actually led by Richie Cavalera, Max's stepson. And he fucking killed it. They were incredible. Um, they invited all of us to go out and smoke a joint with them and we obliged. Uh, and then, exhumed legendary death metal gore metal whatever band uh right before cavalier conspiracy and uh those five bands i'm telling you guys if you want to go to shows and not have to spend a month's fucking salary on it go to metal shows i saw five bands this this show was 26.95 i mean you can't beat that 
I mean, that's five bands. Exhumed, Cavalier, Insight, Exhumed, Cavalier, all worth the price of admission alone, plus two other bands. <coughs> but that was Thursday night. And then Friday night, we saw, uh, that was that the 89th Street Collective, which is even smaller than the Vanguard, if you can believe it. We saw Cancer, Christ, Goat, Horn, I Hate God. And I've said to this day, out of all the shows I've ever been to, seeing I Hate God set at that venue was one of the most fucking awesome things i've ever experienced cancer christ spraying the crowd with blood you know burning the bible throwing it at the crowd like it was fucking it was awesome goat whore was incredible too um i guess this i don't know i, I we, we saw 38 special at uh the kansas city motor speedway play but i mean it wasn't like we went it was obviously they were just playing right before the show so you know whatever but then in september i believe it was 24th on a sunday we saw Royal Thunder, uh, modern day, like, you know, stoner metal type drone band, uh, opening up for Alice in Chains, which was a bucket list show for me. They're one of my favorite bands. I've always said if I could have started a band with a sound, it would have been them. Um, Jerry Cantrell's one of my heroes, so getting to see him live was awesome. Sean and Mike were awesome. And then, honestly, I'd like to give a, a huge hunk of credit to William Duvall, who I think has absolutely killed it filling in. For obviously the late great Lane Staley, I think that they have done really well of staying true to the sound of Alice in Chains, but enhancing it if anything. So good for them. And then one of my personal favorite shows of the year, October sixth, Friday night at the Cane. That's crazy how I can still remember the dates. Um, October sixth, it was a Friday night at the Canes. Um, we got to see. And very honored to see uh, Mr. Flies. It was a two-piece drone metal band. They were fucking interesting. With the Melvins middling and Boris, Japanese uh, sludge metal band Boris headlining, who actually named themselves after a Melvin song. And um, that was so fucking cool. Uh, if anybody's ever been to the Canes, it's not huge, but it's not small. It was half full when the Melvins were playing, and it was fucking awesome um dale crover couldn't be there unfortunately due to health issues hopefully next time he comes through we'll get to see him but uh that was so cool and honestly out of all the shows i've been to recently that one i had the biggest headache after from all the headbanging it was a lot of fun um and then this show right here which was october 18th on a wednesday in deep ellum texas at the bomb factory um probably the best lineup i've ever seen Probably the best show I've ever seen, all things considering. Uh, Blood Incantation, Gore Guts, Mayhem, and Cannibal Corpse was literally an all-star lineup of just so many different types of death metal and black metal, and it was fucking incredible. Gore Guts kicked ass, super technical. I've never seen a bass player play bass the way that that guy did, so shout out to him. Mayhem had probably my favorite set I've ever watched live. Um, they did it in four different acts. Um, they had different stage, like stage wear on all four different ones, and they had zero crowd interaction. It was fucking incredible. They came on, started playing, left, didn't say a goddamn thing to anybody. It was awesome. And then, you know, Cannibal Corpse was an another bucket list band for me. So... 
the fact that I was able to uh, see them and like obviously they were just so they were so good. They came out to Scourge of Iron and my fucking neck almost broke. <laughs> it was fucking that was awesome. That was another Temple of Metal shows. Um, the next one was one that me, Cam, my older brother and my parents went to uh, was Lines of Loyalty. Seven Dust and Static X Dope couldn't play because I think some of their members were sick, which the guy that sings for Enzel Dope is actually the lead singer for Static X now. Um, so Seven Dust, childhood favorite, loved them. They they did not disappoint. They were a lot of fun. Uh, Static X had a bigger stage show this time than, we, than they did at the beginning of the year when I saw them, which was really cool. They had like these 10 feet tall animatronics walking around. One was a zombie version of Wayne Static, and the other one was a huge, like, pumpkin headed fucking thing it was really cool like that was something then cam she even thinks is one of the best shows she's seen and then finally to wrap up the year uh this was one that i can't even i still have a hard time believing that uh i was able to go to and um you know it's funny saying that because like as soon as i say the name you're like really it's like it's the fucking rolling stones um we got to see creeping death from texas new modern day metal band checked death metal band checked them out classic death metal great sound um straight to the uh, straight to the point dick punch of a fucking band they're awesome despised icon who has been around for 20 years and i'd never heard of them and i got to watch them they're a lot they're really like hardcore technical grind metal like grindcore metal like it's it's like hate breed if you mix them in with a really super technical metal band. It's, it's crazy. They were really good. Um, the Acacia Strain was really good. Um, I think they're... Uh, what are they called? Uh, Deathcore. Uh, Deathcore bands are really fun to see live, man. And like that's what a lot of kids my age are into. So it's cool to see them. And then Dying Fetus. Um, who I just got into this last year. So that's why I'm saying the fact that I was able to go and see them is fucking awesome because uh i've i've like they were my most listened to band this year so the fact that i get the you know cap the year off seeing them in such an intimate venue like the grenada in lawrence kansas um was awesome i i've never been able to do anything like that i've never um seen a show like that it's just uh it's honestly just incredible what is possible whenever you fucking just keep an eye out for who's playing where and also if you're if you're committed i'll drive fucking four hours to go see a band if it's good enough i don't give a fuck north texas missouri anywhere i'll go anywhere um i mean if it's the right show like i'll go all the way to red rocks um you just have to be open and if anybody out there is listening you want to go to shows it's it's easy man you just gotta keep an eye out you gotta find out what venues are in the state you're in don't be afraid to drive a couple hours and don't be afraid to drop 40 bucks. Cause like, I mean, people all the time tell me, how do you even find this shit? I just keep an eye out. I, I keep an eye out for the, what the Canes has coming out. I keep an eye out for what Tulsa theater, the Vanguard, even the BOK, which isn't my favorite venue, but they've got bands that only play there and I'll go see them. I don't care. And then Oklahoma City is an hour 45 from here. It's not that far. If one of your favorite, I'm going to see, anyway, we'll get into that next. But it's like, if you want to go see these shows, you have to make an effort. And you got to get out there. And, you know, you got to go and you won't regret it. It'll It's just memories that you're building for the rest of your life. That uh, if you love 
music and live music, then, you know, you're holding yourself back if you're not willing to drive a few hours or maybe even out of state to go see a band that you really want to see because they're not coming anywhere close to you. Anyway, so for this upcoming year, we've already got a fucking loaded We've got some fucking shows already loaded up for this upcoming year. 2024 is promising to be an even better year, if that's even possible. So, we were... So, Coulter Wall in December this year was going to be my last show, but he just rescheduled the March. So, that's not going to happen, and I'm not going to have time to go any more shows this year. Um, So, we're scratching that. But starting in January of 2024, we've got Zach Sabbath in Texas at the Grenada Theater... In Dallas, Texas, um, Cam is. I've seen everybody. Zach Wild, all of his bands except for Zach Sabbath. So, uh, and I've seen them once. Um, great show. Love Black Sabbath. Favorite band ever. And Zach Wild's one of my favorites. Doing one of my favorites. So it's fucking great. Uh, January twenty fourth at the Eighty Ninth Street Collective. Five bands. Uh, Medicine Horse. Uh, fuck. Who else is gonna be there? Body Box, two other bands, and then headlining is new band between uh, Igor Cavalier Jr. and Max Cavalier, his uh, father, uh, Three Piece. Uh, uh, it's hardcore, like, punk metal type shit that they're doing. It's called Go Ahead and Die. Make sure you check it out. Tickets are, like, 17 bucks. last time I checked. Um, August, uh, d- January 27th in Oklahoma City at the Paycom Center, we've got Disturbed and Plush... And I I can't remember what the other band is. Uh, As I Lay Dying, I think, maybe. Um, oh, God, I hope I'm not wrong on that because I'd be such an asshole. But it's Disturbed. I, I'm going to see Disturbed. It's Falling in Reverse. Falling in Reverse and Plush are opening, which, you know, whatever. I don't fucking like them. But Disturbed is awesome, and I've always wanted to see them. So we got that. Uh, February, which is looking like the best month so far, uh, and two of which we've already got tickets for. We've, we're seeing Tool in Oklahoma City at the Paycom, where the Thunder play, February 3rd, with Elder opening up. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. Great stoner metal band. They remind me a lot of Sleep. Um, so we got Tool at the Paycom, February 3rd, a couple weeks, or 10 days later, which we've got tickets for this show, too. Um, we've got Steely Dan opening for the fucking Eagles at the BOK Center on their farewell tour it doesn't get much better than that ladies and gentlemen so uh make sure you try and get tickets to that if they haven't sold out already i mean we fucking as soon as the pre-sale codes were available to use i mean there was already fucking 600 tickets taken so i mean it's just crazy um february 17th in austin texas uh we've got fear Fe- at the gates or gates of hell or whatever fear factory and Machine Head playing at Emo's Bar and Grill, I believe it is, in Austin, Texas. Excite, super excited about that. Haven't been to Austin in a few years. It'd be cool to go. We're going to make that into a whole weekend. Uh, in March, my birthday month, got a lot of shows that I think are going to be more than possible to make happen. Um, the 13th, we've got Jeff Tate, formerly of Queensryche, playing with Adrian Vandenberg formerly of Whitesnake, together at the Canes Ballroom in Tulsa. It'll be a real fun show. I'm sure it's going to be cheap tickets. Make sure you go check that out. That's March 13th at the Canes. March 21st, the day after my birthday, we got Black Flag at the Diamond Ballroom. And fun fact, Black Flag is actually fronted by Mike, Mike Vallely, 
the professional skateboarder. He's actually been singing for them for the last 10 years. So I think that's real cool. If you want to go check out a, an interesting show, go to that. And then at the Tower Theater in Oklahoma City, we've got Armored Saint opening up for Queensryche. And uh, I actually tried to see Queensryche open for Judas Priest a couple years ago. It just didn't work out. And I'm a big Armored Saint fan, so we're going to try and make that happen. Uh, March 24th at the Canes ballroom we've got the circle jerks and the descendants um i've been getting really into punk the last year and i want to go to the shows i hate god really they're not punk but they've got punk elements to them and their crowd kind of reminds me of a punk crowd so i've been wanting to go to more shows like that because i love the energy so uh, i'm gonna go check that out and then finally march 31st we've got the Frontline assembly and gary newman opening for ministry at the tulsa theater what a show that's going to be. Uh, I'm definitely going to fucking be there. I'm a big ministry fan, and I like Gary Newman a lot, so there's that. And then we're all the way into April. We got a couple of shows here. Uh, April 9th, the the fabulous Tyler Childers will be bringing his beautiful songwriting stylings to the BOK Center. Um, and then April 12th, which is a show I've got starred because I want to go. They're not coming closer to us than Irving, Texas, which is on the northern part of Dallas. We've got Perfect Circle, Primus, and Pussifer all sharing the stage on a countrywide tour. I really wanted to go see them at Red Rocks. I think it's going to be easier to go to Irving, Texas, though. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then into September of next year, Green Day just announced a tour. They're going to be playing close to – if you're in Oklahoma, I mean, this is all relative to if you live in Oklahoma. The closest they're going to be as of now, because, you know, these bands sometimes add dates – uh, Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas will be playing in Texas on September 11th, 9-11, best holiday ever, so make sure you check that out, and then finally on the docket, a year from last month, we've got the legendary Iron Maiden returning to the United States to put a fucking foot in the ass of the youth of America who forgot who the fuck they were, you understand me right now, I ain't fucking around, we're going, I lock, stock, and barrel, Iron Maiden, we'll fucking see you there at the Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, it's gonna be fucking awesome, and I'm sure that there's gonna be more shows announced the rolling stones just announced a tour i've got to go they're just i'm never gonna get to see them again i'm afraid if they if i don't go this time and cam and i are waiting like rabid dogs for acdc to announce a tour because i've got to see them um but i don't worry i'm sure that uh more shows will be announced as the year goes on i mean this is just for now what's been announced like, uh, just imagine all the shit that hasn't even come out yet. And I'm really hoping that some really good death metal bands and possibly some black metal bands will come through because, uh, Mayhem is, as of now, the only black metal band I've seen. And it was fucking incredible. Great stage show. Love the pageantry. Everything. It was, it was amazing. And if I could recommend to any of you to go check that out, I would. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what the year's looking like coming up. And there's going to be a lot more on there. And, uh, I'm looking at a lot of these shows. Only a few of them are going to be hard to swing. Most of them are going to be easy. Um, I mean, the Go Ahead and Die show, $17 tickets. Black Flag is like 30 I think. Most of these shows are pretty cheap. So, like, don't let money be an issue. You're not going to see fucking Taylor Swift where you're going to drop 1200 bucks on a nosebleed seat. I don't do that. Uh, if Cam and I are going to go see a show that's that expensive, it's a you're literally usually planned out a year in advance. If I can just buy the tickets then and there, I usually will. So, uh... Yeah, if I could just leave a message to anybody out there as we go into the new year, um, just some uh, 
some quick, uh, you know, future updates. Um, the Ark of Rock is coming back big. Um, starting with this episode, I'm going to finish up my Jimi Hendrix series, and then I'm going to start fresh new series. Won't announce it yet. I haven't decided. Um, but we are going to get into that going into this year. I'm hoping to have a series done um, either before or right after Christmas. I'm going to be gone from the 23rd until the 31st up in Colorado. Thank fucking God. I cannot wait. I look forward to this every other year because it's my, my it's my escape from the real world. I love being in the mountains um, doing pretty much what I do at home, but just there. And nobody can ask me to do anything because I'm not home. It's uh, it's fantastic. <coughs> but the Ark of Rock um, will be coming out regular on a regular basis. Um, now that we've got a research team here doing It's Real to Me, which we already have an episode out of that. Make sure you go check out our new wrestling podcast that my uh, co-host, Trevor Truitt, actually takes the lead on. It's his show. I'm just there spectating, commentating, drinking beer. Smoking weed, it's it's all I'm doing, um, which I found is a lot of fun. Because doing this right here, and Trevor, I hope you're listening, which I know you're not, because you don't listen to my fucking podcast, you mutt. Um, it's hard to do it, isn't it, Trevor? I'd love to see you do a podcast by yourself for an hour and make people laugh or cry or listen. Because you can't, because I'm better than you. And you know what, everybody out there listening, I know that you're saying, whoa, 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 isn't that your co-host? You're damn right he's my co-host. So why don't you fucking back off and let me talk to my co-host the way I talk to my fucking co-host. And let me tell you something, Trevor, if you're listening out there. I'm bringing the heat. I'm fucking watching Bash at the Beach 1996, watching the heel turn of Hulk Hogan. I wonder what the fuck you're doing. It doesn't matter how much I watch it. He's watched it 40,000 times before this show even started. Like, guys, I like to think of myself as a vast treasury of useless bullshit knowledge. That's Trevor exclusively with w- with wrestling. It does not just WWE with wrestling. He can literally be like, oh, yeah, that's Monday Night Raw, September 4th, 1998. Like, he's that kind of guy. And it's almost like autistic in a way that he's able to do it because uh, sometimes now I know what it's like whenever somebody's like, hey, this guy over here pointing at me can I tell you whatever year uh, any celebrity was born in. And I'm just standing there. With my half, like, stupid, like, gaze on my face. And, like, they just started, oh, John Candy. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's that's who Trevor is, just for those of you that don't know. And uh, a big reason I'm doing this is to see, because I'm not going to know. I will know that Trevor listened to this. Trevor, if you're listening. If you text me and go, dude, what the fuck, LOL. You know, just commenting on the fact that I said that you can't do what I do. And I'm doing the Donald Trump hand things right now. Trevor Trude, what a loser. This guy, he sits up all night and he watches WWE and he says, Hey, uh, Monday Night Raw, yeah, you're never going to be on it. You're a loser. That's you, Trevor. So uh, make sure you guys listen. <laughs> make sure you guys listen to the It's Real to Me podcast, brand new on the Killing Time Productions Network, along with the war room the ark of rock and the war room football league for the nfl and the ncaa thank you guys so much for listening um this has been my 2023 concert recap and look into the future for concerts of 2024 love you guys to follow on my journey as i try to see every single band that's ever fucking existed um 
I wish I had more money because I would go to just any show. And if there's always shows going on out here, I'd go to all of them if I could. But, uh, you know, that's not in the cards at the moment. But I will be going to a lot of them. So if anybody out there that's listening is interested in finding out more information about concerts, uh, you know, you know, lineups that are going to be happening or like what at what venues, if you want me to keep an eye out, I'd be more than happy to because I'm always looking and uh, yeah, and I'll keep I'll keep updating uh, the podcast as we go with new shows that are announced that are coming close to the Oklahoma area, whether that be Kansas, what Missouri, what Arkansas or Texas. None of it is off limits. Um, but So, yeah, thank you, guys. Make sure you follow, like, share, subscribe, download the podcast on whatever app you listen to your podcast on. Apple or Spotify will do. Um, make sure you uh, give us a follow on Twitter. Um, follow me or Trevor or the Killing Time Productions Twitter page. And uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, I'll have another Arc of Rock episode coming out right before Christmas. Um, it'll be the conclusion of the Jimi Hendrix series. And then we will, I will have information on the next one as we get ready to go into 2024. Everybody out there have a great Christmas. <coughs> Jeez, I'm sorry. I tried my whole fucking, I tried so hard <coughs> to get through this podcast without doing that. And it's just fucking hard. I'm really sick guys. Anyway, before I die. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a long goodbye, but uh, goodbye. Everybody have a great Christmas, and we will see you next year.